took my troubles down to gaming pools. You know that game store with that grognard dude. I went in Sunday when he opened up at night. Cause he plays ASL and he plays it all the time. At ASL I am a flop with it. I haven't won a game since 2006. He did a face palm and he sighed a mighty sigh. Said, What you need, my boy, is ASL Journal 9. He grabbed one and rang me up and gave me a wink. He said, It will improve my game in under a week. It's got a cool CG that's called Suicide Creek. Scenarios and articles still in the shrink. I stayed up reading until dawn that night. I started playing every weekday night. And when I beat my friend for the 32nd time, I hugged my copy of ASL Journal 9. It's play-tested well, they worked out all of the kinks. The two half squads they did a box on review, I think. You'll soon be a tenthly just like old Colonel Clink. Paid 105, it's so worth it. That's what I think. I go to every tournament in sight. I became Grofez almost overnight. And when I cornered Chass at Asla 29, he signed my copy of ASL Journal 9. ASL Journal 9 ASL Journal 9 ASL Journal Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of the 2F Squads. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dave. And we are your hosts for yet another episode. It's hard to believe we're still cranking them out. Yeah, May 1st, 2017, episode yep. 178. Yeah. Hope you all enjoyed that Dorosh interview last show. That was a very good interview. Nice guy. Can't wait to get to Calgary. Mm-hmm. Personally, I've always heard good things about it, and I want to go there. I think we could take the train. We could. I just want to get you on that train to Texas. Or the horses. We could take horses there. So uh, I opened the show with some really good sound effects. Did you enjoy those? We were talking about Foley artists earlier. Yeah, well, yes, we were. It's probably, we probably couldn't get a job doing Foley with with my talents. The the mouth sound effects, not so good. Not not really that good, but always loved doing war sound effects when I was a kid. Plain army. Did you? That's that's good. Hey, a horse just went by behind me. Yeah, that's my courtesy of the big boy. Or what? What kind a, of cup is that? It's a beef villa from uh, Elgin, <laughs> Elgin, Illinois. Beef I like villa. To go. And yeah. you know, I love my plastic cups with those snap-on lids. Yeah, because Look plastic is baby. so good for the environment. <laughs> well, if I reuse it. Yeah. Although I don't know how much uh, petroleum I'm getting in my system. I'm drinking Plenty. out of the plastic. Yeah, you don't squeak. <laughs> I noticed when you came in, you did not squeak at all. Yeah, sound effects. So we we had talked. Did you about... do sound effects when you know? Did you play army when you were little? Yeah, like running around shooting yeah. at each other. Yeah. Oh with yeah. With your yeah. friends. Oh yeah. 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 What better? And your way... parents didn't like encourage you. Well, like, why not, Dave? Well, yeah, I can hear your mom going, Dave. Why don't you go outside and play army? No, but no mom does that. But we all want to play army. Why is that? Well, they didn't ban it like my other friend's dad, because my dad was a pastor in the other pastor's house. We I started playing army with his kids over the couch and rolling over, getting shot and flying over the couch. Back oh away. yeah! And then his dad came down and said, "Son, you know we don't approve of that." I was like, "Oh, I did a bad Ooh. thing." You know, because it only needs a stick. Was it it's just, all you need for a gun. You need a stick. You don't even you need your fingers. Maybe he was more concerned about the couch. 
Uh, very pacifist family. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but, you know, there's this film I used to show about Vietnam. It was a great uh, art film by a Vietnam veteran who um, made this art film as part of his way of coping with the war and so on, and he uh, interspersed little kids playing mm. war with yeah. the real war footage of his buddies uh. getting killed in this ambush yeah. in Nam, and uh, one of the lines was, uh, we played it by the book. What better age to learn the lies of war? Yeah. Sorry, do you bring the show down all of a sudden? Yeah, really. Let's go back to sound effects. Well, <laughs> and I I understand that. I totally understand that. What was the... But there um, is something about... Boy, it. I love getting shot out of the tree. Oh, yeah. Did you do that? I would climb the tree just to get shot out of it. Really? Oh, yeah. And would you fall onto uh, the yep, ground? Yep, I used to want to be that a... That would probably explain why you're such an odd person. <laughs> I used to want to be a... Um, Stuntman. Oh, who didn't, yeah. Back oh, when yeah. you wanted to be a karate guy. Yeah. I wanted to be a stuntman. Yeah. Yeah, we mm-hmm. did a lot of karate stuff in the woods, but Army was always good. You know, I was we listening did, we to... Did, uh, we did other things in the woods that did I, you? I can't tell you about. Oh, that's horrible. But I can tell you, friends help friends move. And Are you moving? Good friends help friends move bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm going to stay out of those woods wherever you were. <laughs> did you ever li- did you like go into the woods and light stuff on fire? No, no, not really. We did blow up model tanks with firecrackers. My yeah. brother had us do that, and we filmed it in Super Eight. Got the films. Yeah, oh yeah, I've got to see those. We would light stuff on fire. I still have to show you all my Super Eight films. Yeah, we just got to give up gaming for a night and <laughs> let me bore you with all my Super Eight. Films. That'd be fine. But yeah, we would uh, we'd go into the woods and we'd light stuff on fire, and then and it would get going pretty good, and then we'd panic and put it out. <laughs> yeah, you good thing, good thing. You mean you became rational and then put it yeah, out? Yeah, suddenly panicked. like, wow, this fire's really going. <laughs> put it out, put it out. I told you about the. Um, I'm sorry, are you going to say more about? No, this? I was just gonna. <laughs> I'm just remembering suddenly remembering those days. I was going to get back onto. Sound effects. I'm sure I've told the listeners at some point, I would think, that we did the war films and, and buried a gas, uh, a jar full of gas in the ground. Oh, and our logic like gasoline, was, like yeah. petroleum distillates? Whatever those are. But no, yeah. gasoline like for your lawnmower. And so we um, thought if we stuck a Molotov wick in there, you know, we'd light it and it would blow up. Yeah, and the Earth would fly into the air. Yeah, and we could do special uh, effects like yeah. that. So we had that going, and the guy, the guy goes over to light it. Somehow the flames started shooting out of the gas can. Oh, like for real? Yeah. How does that happen? I, I don't know, but it that's was... mishandling of gas cans. <laughs> yeah, not recommended. Flame is literally coming out of the end, and we're thinking the whole thing is going to blow up. Yeah, and. We look over, and the guy, the guy with the hose, he happened to be Steve Hoax. He happened to be getting a drink. You know, I tell you, I always remember the names of these people, right? Yeah. I, last show, I couldn't think of Sergeant York, but I'll never forget Steve Hoax standing there with a the hose, getting a drink, and just looking up and staring at the flames shooting out of the... And we're all yelling, just staring. Bring the water! Bring yeah. the water! And he's just staring with his mouth agape. <laughs> Someone ran over and yanked the hose out of his hands. Yeah. So some people are not good no. in a pitch. It, yeah, not. Yeah, we we. I remember one time uh, when we lived in Cincinnati, we set up a GI Joe. I had the G, the big GI Joes, you know, the ones that were like twelve inches tall, and would we set them up in the backyard with a machine gun and had this cool setup, and we thought it'd be fun if he had, they had a little campfire there, <laughs> so we made this little campfire sticks and tried to light it with matches and it wouldn't light so my sister my God, older God my older sister for you went and got the gasoline can from the for the lawnmower oh she did and she said well just put a little gasoline on it and apparently there was a, a little ember still burning <laughs> in the sticks from the matches the failed matches but she poured it on there and just it made this big whoosh, and there was flame shooting out of the top of the gas can and fortunately, see, we were not see? all engulfed in flame. I mean, because 
all of us would have been. And it didn't blow up. No. But can they blow up? I, you know, it was it was an open gas can. It was open on top, so I don't think yeah. it would have blown up. But there were flames shooting out of the burn. hole. Yeah. You know, it's like a two or three three inches in diameter hole. Right. Mark so it's just flames shooting out. She just put her foot over it, and it snuffed the flame out. Oh, brilliant and daring. She was wearing shoes. So, <laughs> but... Yeah, the stuff we do. And we had fun. We, we had a lot. I, I have very fond memories of playing Army. But I try not to think of the, you know, the actual, what life in the Army is really like. Yes. Although Mr. Dorish last show, he did say his friend went into combat and then didn't play ASL anymore. Yeah. I can believe but that. But I think there are guys who've been through combat and do play. Yeah. Everybody handles things differently. Yeah, you're right has different experiences and so yeah so there it is well as do we so we have a good, we we have a good show of, tonight skip the sound effects and go right into letters or yes let's do letters do we have some music in fact i think we do Letters. Letters. Time for letters. Letters. Yes, indeed, it's time for letters, Jeff. Letters. I wrote lyrics for that. Beautiful. Those are great lyrics. Letters. Do you ever miss the typewriter? No. Okay. Because I really love that tune. But I like you to play it and let it fade out at the end. Or lower it, and we'll talk over it. Okay. It's very soothing. And then you can pull up the speak pipe from Jackson Kwan to come through that speaker next. Okay, <laughs> will do. And hey, I've got an email that says your zip file has extracted two folders and four files from into the T2HS <laughs> workspace. What is that about? I don't know. I, I, Did you do that? I... Huddle? Yeah. Huddle? You were experimenting with a... Um, New program? I maybe. Do you remember we interviewed Steve Slunt? Yes, I do. <laughs> I remember that very well. We interviewed him just a couple of episodes ago. Okay, so yeah, so I'll unstar the zip file T2HS workplace huddle email because yeah. you have no memory. Right. Of... Oh, there. See, it goes out so nice there. Nice. Oh, nice ending. And I have one from um, Dennis Donovan. Hey. What, is, what does he say? Thing? Hey, he starts off with hey. That's hi, not very. No, he says hi guys. Oh, hi guys. House okay. Things. I've gotten in a lot of ASL this week. Played Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and play again tomorrow. Booyah! Uh, Apparently, he's now independently wealthy, or something. I think he was at the um, t- tournament. Okay. <laughs> He's got the lyrics to a song here. Sorry, I'll go back oh. and start it again. But he sent us a parody, and I just played it at the start of this episode. Oh, yeah, so that was an excellent parody. That one. Yeah. Thank you, Dennis, again, for all that. And here's Jackson Kwan. Here's Jackson Kwan. Hey, Jeff and Dave, this is Jackson. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. The new word for 2017 is no longer Manila. It's Siem Reap, S-I-E-M-R-E-A-P, Siem Reap and Cambodia. Now say it after me, Siem Reap. Siem Reap. That's right. We are planning a new tourney in July in Siem Reap. Now, this is where the famous temples of Angkor Wat is. So imagine rolling snake eyes in the shadows of Angkor Wat. It doesn't get better than this. So CM Reap 2017, we're going to give you more information as the days come by. And uh, make your plans now. That's coming July 2017. Hope all is well. Take care now, guys. All right. Thanks again for that reminder. Wow. Thanks, Jackson. That sounds like a blast. Angkor Wat would be be a great thing to see. Indeed. Before it disappears, before it just disappears into the ground. Thanks to President Trump. Mm-hmm. Let's not get political. Okay. Although, not... boy, hearing Doros talk about it. Yeah. Off the air. Yeah. 
with the uh, trade stuff. <clears throat> but hey, what do they know? They're Canadians. Yes. Hey, here's one from Ken Kanat. That spontaneous super chicken song was the best thing I've ever heard. Congrats, Jeff and Dave. You have a future in clucking commercials. Yes, I think we do. It's had to read that. It's good that we have a future of some kind. I'm not sure clucking commercials is really, you know, it wasn't on my list of things that I wanted, that I was aspiring to, but uh, I'll take it. I'd like to remind everyone that this show is brought to you by kind donations, like this from listener Joe Reagan. Reagan, thank you very much, Joe. Joe is especially generous. Mm -hmm. Really appreciate that comment from joe who says hey guys glad to hear you're around and quite lively here's a question for you what would entice you to play a computer version of asl jeff uh nothing i just need a computer well in your opinion would it be possible to actually play an asl version of a computer version of asl well i wonder if he's talking about playing against the computer yes not a vassal not a vassal but playing against the computer yeah i think so I think it's possible. Because he says, I know we have Vassal, but I was thinking of a more contained combo teaching playing type system versus the free form to do anything capability of Vassal. Yeah. So, you, yeah, you sure, the computer can be designed to do that. Absolutely. You know, whether or not you could find developers that would be willing to do, devote their time to that, that, that I don't know. And it would depend, obviously, on how much... How, what you want to do with the graphics. There used to be a very kind of a rudimentary game called Steel Panthers, which can still be got if you look for it. That was a pretty good uh, tank version of ASL, I think. But um, I don't know. I wonder if he's thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know. I have a question about these glasses. And I'm having a little bit of whiskey tonight. And I haven't had any for like 61 days. I know, you've been crazy. Yeah. So I have a question about whiskey and glasses. Uh-huh. The glass is big. The glass holds, well, these glasses probably hold four or five ounces. And other whiskey glasses hold maybe eight ounces. Okay. Why don't you fill the glasses? Why don't we fill the glasses to the top? Yeah, just fill it up. Yeah, fill that baby up. <laughs> it's always they pour just a little... Yeah, a little splash. Why is that? I don't know. And you refill it. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, yeah, boy. Hello, I've missed you. Here is uh, a letter from Matthias Eklund. Hi. I'm also one of the, as of now, 30.111 Matthias from Sweden. Oh, 30,111 Matthias is from Sweden. Okay, that makes more Ah. sense. Yes, we've been silently growing and brooding since your earlier episodes. (laughs) I'm horribly new to the game and jumped into the ASL starter kit number one, but found the rules a bit light. So I took the jump into full ASL. Still with one face-to-face mentor and one remote, I think I will manage the complexity. Nice to hear that he's uh, optimistic about that. And hey, after listening to your uh, 14 first episodes, I feel like I don't have to read the rules. Oh. Well, as long as you're not playing anybody that really knows the rules, you'll be fine. And he goes back, so thanks for one of the most awesomeness podcasts out there. Excellent. I had so many laughs listening to you and your guests. Keep up, uh, keeps my mood up while commuting. Warm regards, Matthias. Thank you, Matthias, for checking in with us, and we hope you're enjoying your ASL, and uh, you'll have to tell us more about how that goes. Mm -hmm, For sure. And I've got one, Jeff, from you, where you said, um, sometimes I'm amazed by how much I don't know about World War II. Yeah. And you sent the leak of those flak towers. Yes. In Germany. Yeah. So they're amazing, giant bunkers with, like, places for, like, six AA guns on them, and... Fascinating. So I'll put yeah. that. I'll put that link. Up I was there. reading about it, and it said the they were. They built a number of these flak towers, and there was. They tried at one time to tear them down because they were ugly and remnants of the war, and nobody wanted them. But it's too expensive to take them down, so they turned them into like I don't know, swimming pool or shopping mall or 
gaming store. Maybe they'll play a next ASL tournament there. It's not as cool as Angor Wok, but it's it's pretty nice. Is Brandon the next one? Yes. Or uh, Brayden? Got an email here from Brayden Cannon. Hey, he says, I just listened to episode 175 and thought I would get in touch in light of your plaintive musings about empty inboxes. As an Edmonton-based ASLer, I really enjoyed hearing from another Canadian AS, uh, from another Canadian ASL scene. Calgary is just down the road a bit, but I've never bet, met or been in touch with the folks down there. I'm involved with an informal group of ASL players here, many of whom have been playing for decades, so I imagine someone else in the group knows the Calgary fellows. Rightly or wrongly, I assume that they are all men. By the way, have you ever done an episode on women in the ASL world? Uh, we did do an episode. You um, mentioned it in a couple. And that was all that was necessary because... There was an interview with a woman a listener sent to us, remember? The guy there who was recorded one, for us That for woman and then um, our friend from Canada, he mentioned. Sid Rep. Yeah. His wife. Dory. Yes, Chris She's Dory. She's played a couple times. She has played. And... The only reason why I bring her up is we met her. She was with him at Aslock yeah. the year we were there. That's true. Uh, Braden goes on to say, anyway, just wanted to drop a line and thank you for your efforts with the podcast, which I always enjoy, especially for shining the light on the Canadian ASL players in this episode. Well, and thank you, you Braden, even, for listening. And even more coming in the, ne- in the last episode. Yes. I have one from Adam from Australia. I think he's new. He says, after listening from the beginning... Please go on past 200. You know that ASLers always want more. Love the recorder intro to what have you been playing lately? <laughs> Sometimes, Jeff, there's no accounting for poor taste. I, I, yeah, apparently. And that's Adam from Australia. Thanks for chiming in, Adam, and letting us know that you're out there. I do enjoy playing that, and um, I've written the music out extensively, and I'm thinking of publishing it. Hey, by the way, this show is brought to you by kind donations from people like Jeff Yeager. Thank you, Jeff. Here's another email from Ken Knott, who says, The Red Factories, uh, this is a a comment that he left on episode 174, ASL Hazing. The Red Factories expansion is not a combo of Red Barricades and Valor of the Guards. It's a combo of Red Barricades and the new Stalingrad campaign game called Red October. Yes, just a verbal mistake. Yeah, We knew that. Of which we make many of. (laughs) And... Speaking of, yeah. can you grab your rule book and look at A1.5? Yeah, hold on. Anonymous left us a comment on our episode 172. When are the penguins going to talk? A1.5? A1.5. A? A. A. Si, senor. This rule book is not getting any smaller. A, 1.5. Got it right here. Special status. Mm-hmm. Is it long or short? It's one one sentence. Wait. In addition to the capabilities given to an infantry counter by its strength factor, a SSR or DYO purchase can specify that certain counters have unique capabilities due to their specialized role. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I guess so. He said regarding specialized counters. Oh. Maybe we were saying they can't on the show. Oh, well, we don't I, remember again, but hope that's helpful to someone who doesn't well, remember. I think I think what needs to happen there is they need to rewrite the rule book. You know, really what they should be doing is correcting the rule book to match everything we say on this show. And, you know, if they started doing that, they'd be <laughs> selling more rule books because they'd keep they'd have to keep rewriting them and appending them and people would keep rebuying them. You know how ASLers are. Yeah, that is very, very true. I have one from Anonymous, but I have a suspicion of who it is. Technical question. I've tried to select dull button multiple times for an episode, yet I'm only able to select dull once. Are you aware of the HTML button capability input issue? Do you have a technical assistance IT support button on a website? I see a donate button, but zero report technical issue buttons. Well, that's true. However, I will say this, and it's we have not put it on the site, but if you send us $20, we will 
thumbs down 20 times an episode. For every dollar you send, we will thumbs down an episode. All right. So up, up to $1,000. But that's the length. 1,000 down, downturn thumbs will do, but that's the limit. All right. I suspect that's from I've got another one from Anna Minimus. I'll refresh your page. Well, this says, excellent. 500 episodes oh. is really what you should be aiming for. Ah. Yeah, that's another vote. Yeah. Still enjoying every episode, even the boring ones. Well, yeah. Nice. And, and we got a kind donation of $1.21 from Matt Morocco. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> every $1.21 is our favorite $1.21. And remember, he, he donates based on the quality of the episode. <laughs> This was for one seventy three. We're gonna owe him oh, money for I'm this gonna, episode. I'm gonna bet he's gonna give us a lot of money for yeah. the Dorosh interview. Oh yeah. Don't you think? I think so too. And this show is brought to you by list kind listeners like Oh, that's the Matt one again. Wait, there's one above that here. And also wait, it's gonna be Matt another different one. Oh much more money from Matt. He said Please continue till at least 500. So now we've been paid. I think we have to continue till till number 500. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Got one here from uh, Bob Davis who says, Hello, esteemed half squads. I was just listening to your latest episode and I heard that you have a Slack team. Could you please send me an invitation to your Slack team? And we do have a Slack team. Uh, if you go to slack.com, Advanced Squad Leader, that's where it is. We have to send you an invitation to get into it because it's a closed group. It's I haven't been on it much lately because I've been, you know, big projects and stuff at work, which I'm hoping that will be done by the summer. But uh, I don't know how much activity is going on in there. But if you want to be part of it, sure. We'll, we'll send you an invitation. Uh, Bob continues. He says, I've only been playing ASL for a few months, but love the community. In that effort, I also have established a Schlack team, uh, a Schlack team, <laughs> a Schlack team, no, a Slack team for the Houston-based ASL players. We have a monthly game day that draws about a dozen players. All right. Maybe you could tell your listeners to email me if they're in the Houston area and would like like an invitation to the Houston ASL Slack team. So, yes, listeners, if you want to, you can email Bob Davis Mail dash games at yahoo.com all right excellent that's pretty cool i'm glad houston glad to see houston has got a good community going mm-hmm. maybe we'll get down there the one below that is the one with the simple voice message that we missed oh yes uh, can you pull that pull up that well up. I, I have a longer letter from jim bear i'll give him a little the respect to read um, part of this here um first of all he says thank you he did a newcomer to the show three years ago and uh, I love all those segments, including banter and box art review. Keep teaching about different sections of the rules. Don't worry about mistakes. Has there ever been an ASL player who understands 100% of the rules? I've been playing for many years, and I don't remember the rules very well, so you won't see me casting any stones. Your discussion of the rules and articles pertaining to them is very helpful. I'm amazed over the years how you've been able to bring a lot of humor and entertainment to one of the nerdiest board games ever created. I especially get a kick out of the parody songs, which Dennis Donovan has taken over, and Spilky wrote a few. And I think the DTL parody knocked it out of the park. Yeah, that was uh, amazing. My daughter did a nice singing job there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's providing some audio support for Dennis. This is Jim Barra from Northern California. Hey, Jim, we've appreciated that. And that song we just added to this episode. Hopefully I remember to put it in the front. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you did. The two half squads has changed my perspective from seeing ASL as just the greatest board game on earth to seeing it as a worldwide community. I'm also thankful to Nadir Alfara for managing the ASL Players Map on Google. Because the oh, ASL Players Map, yeah. he found Chris Olden to play against. And Chris introduced me to Dennis. Oh, that's so. great. That's great. I haven't looked at that map in a long time, but it was, it was cool when... Uh, Back in the day. Yeah, Jim, thanks for chiming in there. All right, we've got uh, something here from our speak pipe. Hey, this is Jimmy Hansen, a push of pipe at Cox.net uh, in San Diego, calling to find out which of your episodes, the Two Half Squad podcast, deals with uh, bounding fire productions 
Poland in Flames. I want to listen to your description of Poland in Flames. And yeah, you can oh. simply go to the Two Half Squads website and go to the search bar and type in Poland in Flames. No, you cannot. Yeah, you can. Are you serious? Yeah. Are we recording now? No. I mean, yes. <laughs> we are. You can do that. It's, yeah, it's this thing called web search. It's, no, really? It's a miracle. Yeah, it's absolutely a miracle. I'll teach you all about it, Dave. I'm going to try it now. Should I read this one from Dennis Donovan? Um, what is it about? He says, hope you guys had a good Easter weekend. Great job on episode 176. I could tell that the start that no one was really into it. Oh my God, do we have to do this? <laughs> I almost failed my PMC by one. Then you got into it and had a good time nonetheless. Yeah, I remember that was a slow starting show. I don't remember it being slow starting. Why was it? Because yeah, we were tired. Okay. I'm sure it wasn't my fault. No. And lastly, cue the suspenseful music. Ba, wha, ba, 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 bum. Oh, ba, 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 bum. Mm hmm. Rally Phase uh, Records, in conjunction with the two half squad, is proud to present ASL Journal 9 lyrics below. Okay, so Dennis has sent us more lyrics. I think he oh. recorded that one. Yes. Great. Wow, you're right. Can I interrupt? The search worked. It's episode 157, bing, bang, bong. Remember that one? Oh, 157? Is Poland in Flames? Yep. There you go. That was a good episode. I remember that that lady very fondly. The bing, bing, bong lady? Bing, bang, bong. <laughs> and do you have any others? Or is that it? We do. Uh, leaving the lyrics for Dennis there. Oh, I unstarred them by accident. Oh. I can restar them. Oh, yes, we have to cover. We're close to finishing these off. Oh, Joseph Reagan has also... Are we recording? Yeah. We've never stopped. Oh, then I'll edit some of that down. Yeah. Joseph Reagan has donated a hat to be awarded on this show. Oh, really? So, Excellent. how, how are you going to play this, Jeff? First one to email us your, your uh, mailing address in Gmail? Hmm. Gets the hat, free hat? Uh, first person to email us and send us $30. No. Is that... <laughs> Yeah, no, that would <laughs> no. Be. It's a free hat. Oh, it's a free hat. But if you send us thirty dollars, we'll put you right at the top of the list. <laughs> no, it's no. a free hat. Oh, it's free. You don't have to pay anything. Joseph paid for it. Joseph paid for it. Okay. So, but he doesn't have to know that we're going <laughs> to ask talking. for forty dollars. Forty dollars for that. We'll sign the hat. How about this? Oh, we we've never put any. our signatures on a hat. We will sign the hat and send it to you. <laughs> For free. Yes. Plus $40 for shipping. Unless you don't want it signed. So, first person to e Gmail us telling us they want the hat, you have to specify signed or unsigned and not send us any money, and we'll send you the hat. But then all these people will send it thinking they're going to win the hat. Yeah. No, that's fair. Is it? First well, person. I, I'm first person? Mm-hmm. Or we could do a drawing. Okay, you're right. Drawings are more fun. <laughs> then we have to track time. So well, we'll say from when this episode is published to the to a week. Two after, weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. Two weeks after this episode. Send is us published. an email and put in the title of the email "free hat." <laughs> free hat. So we can track it and we'll star them. And, put them and we'll star them and then we'll. Boy, that sounds like a deal. And I hope you want it signed because I want to sign it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then I'm going to put lipstick on and give a, put a big kiss mark on it. Because oh. you're going to want my lips on your, no, on your I bill. No, you're not doing that. 
You're not doing. I'm not doing that. No, I don't think you're going to do that. All right. Um, But boy, Museum Fest is coming up May 19th, 20th, and 21st. If if that time hasn't passed already by the time this airs, if it has, sorry you missed it. But uh, go ahead and email. God, I can't believe it's coming up again. It seems like PJ Norton. I know yeah. Every year, you, you, yes. I know. It seems like we get, I keep thinking, wow, what, another uh, museum fest coming up? But yeah, it's, the years are just kind of scooting by us, Dave. Yep. And who else is this show brought to you by, Jeff? Well, Bounding Fire Productions is one of our favorite sponsors, and we love their, here's why they're the favorite. We love their stuff. They got great stuff. And we like to, their stuff. And it's quality stuff. It's great stuff. I mean, it's just great stuff. It is absolutely great stuff. Great and, production <clears throat> and fun scenarios and interesting arc, story arcs in them, if you like story arcs. There aren't really story arcs, but I, you know, well, I, I love the, the story of the arc. When I was little, I had a plastic arc with did you really? two of the animals each. It was the coolest thing. And they weren't like the plastic animals. They were like a hard plastic kind of thing. It was a very unique set. I've they not weren't been plastic. Able to find they it. were hard plastic. Well, you know what I mean? Like a styrene instead of a rubbery. Oh. They would break easier, too. But they were little two animals for each. Two really? lions, two. I loved that set, Jeff. Really? I really did. By Bounding Fire Productions. Well. The Order the Ark set. I digress. <laughs> but. Yeah, the Bounding Fire guys, they take a big topic like Poland and Flames. and Yeah, great, great stuff. Mm-hmm. We have got to carve out some time. I'm telling you, carve out some time and really do Poland and Flames justice. Yes. Now, I'm still doing the new Into the Rubble. Oh, you're working through Into those. Into the Rubble, You're, you're doing those with That's Tom, That's the one they you? sent. Um, Is that with Tom? Yes. Yeah. So it's slow going because he also games miniatures with other friends, and we yeah. have our D and D games. But hey, yeah. So I don't know. These are these are busy times. Yes. Now, if you can't get your game from Bounding Fire Productions for some reason, where else might you go to find great ASL products? Well, the second place I go. Well, the first place I go. Well, <laughs> if I'm looking for stuff point. other than Bounding Fire, I go to RitterCreek.com. You betcha. Because they've got all kinds, he's got all kinds of uh, great ASL stuff there. Great products from various publishers. Various publishers, you can get all kinds of things there. Um, he's also had some unique things that he has created that he has sold there yep. on that site. Uh, and get free shipping from Ritter Krieg. How much is it? Free. How much does it cost, though? It's more free than the hat you tried charging what? people for, Jeffrey. So less than fifty dollars mm-hmm. for shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ritter Creek is a great website. There's always something new there. Go there and check out his stuff. He's not just stuff that he sells, but a lot of the other stuff he's got on there. He's got cool pictures and stories and mm-hmm. stuff going on. Absolutely there. true. The wrap up letters here, sir. I would just point out that. Um, on the ASL Extra episode, replay, Spilky Stubitz, check it out. Oh, yeah. If you haven't yet. But there were some corrections left. We want to encourage people to list some corrections and comments because, again, you don't get everything right. And then um, I had Rich respond to those comments because I felt he was a little smarter than me. Ah, okay. <laughs> so you can read those through, folks, too, and, again, feel... Uh, encouraged to do so. You know, actually, I'm on uh, the Ritter Creek. I thought, well, I haven't been on here for a couple of weeks, actually. Mm-hmm. So, I, He's updated his site. It's really cool. He's got a great uh, blog going on. Here is a, uh, I don't know if this is blog post number 61, Bocage 101, video and sale, Iron Crosses, Tourney AAR. Got some great video on here showing how he played Bocage. Hmm. So if you're playing Bocage and you don't know all the rules, jump over to Ritter Creek. There's all kinds of stuff over there. I mean, it's not just ASL stuff. You want to buy the ASL stuff, but there's other stuff on there, too. Excellent. Take a look. Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. 
You know what time it is. Does <laughs> time for the haunted house. Yes, it is. Foley sound effects. This isn't really what's in the box, I guess, is it? It is. Is it? Sure it is. Any ASL product. Okay. What's in the box? ASL journal. Issue six. Number six. 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 I six. I couldn't tell if this was really a what's in the box or if I was just needed to do the sound effect. Well, you know, I saw that movie Get Out. Oh, did you? Yeah. Get Out? Yeah. yeah. How was it? I liked it a lot. Did the, you? The sound effect is making me think of the film a lot. Because it was all filmed in a sewer? No, but there's a hypnosis thing going down. Oh. Yeah, that got good reviews. I haven't seen it, but... I liked it. Yeah. It's on my mind a lot. ASL Journal 6. ASL yeah. Journal 6. First of all, great cover. Ken, Is that Ken Smith? Ken Smith. You can tell a Ken Smith art. I miss him. Yeah. I do too. As the cover artist for yeah. the journal. Yeah. Hear us. O-A-O-M-M-P. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. They're listening. Inside cover. Journal scenario J90. Time of humiliations. French. Every episode is a time of humiliation. French, Japanese, 1940. Indochina. Have you been to Indochina? Uh, no, I've been in... I've been to Outdochina. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a joke. I've been in... I just do... made one. In, in, in the money? In, yeah, I don't know. In... Dur- endurable and uh, I don't know I'm uh, coming up it'll, short it'll come to you later yeah but um, first article is J73 tired and unsupported game replay J.R. Tracy Paul Sidhu neutral commentary John Slotwinski and again we didn't actually read this this will be a quick review of the product because it's it can be a little tedious to read the replay but it is um if you're especially if you're tracking it look at remember how they track every move yes 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 every move and I don't, I don't remember which journal it was but i decided i said jeff you're going to go through the whole thing you're going to plot it all out you're going to go through every oh, move and move the f- pieces on the board move all the pieces on the board and everything and i got it all set up and i got through about i think the first move and Stuff got in the way. I just got... Takes time. You know, and I hate to say this. I Because I hate it when people say, Oh, I'm so busy, I can't... Mm-hmm. But I kind of am. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. You I'm, know, I'm, just I'm kind so of, busy. Yeah, you're busy. I, I hate it when people say that, and I, I think it's dumb. But I just got a, had a lot going on with work for the last few months. So You have. There we go. Um, now the benefit, especially though, is just read the article. Yeah, too, I think because I, I was getting a lot out of it. It does the analysis of the strengths and weaknesses yep. of the scenario. Yep. Um, and you'll pick up various tips about defending. The neutral comments often can clarify things like, "Oh, the player may have considered this versus that," and so you'll you'll find a little bit of analysis that way. Yeah. And this goes a good long pages, all the way. Yeah, it's like uh, 10 pages, 12 pages or so, maybe more. Yeah, page 14, 15. Yeah. And then what's after that, Jeff? And I, I do like these because they do give you that perspective on... Uh, I always think it's interesting because there's so many different ways, obviously, to set up a scenario. I think it's interesting to to hear what the guys were thinking when they were setting up their defense or their offense. You know, where are they going to cover? Where are they going to put the strength of their forces if they... You know, you could put them on the left or the right. or the... So, yeah, makes it really interesting. Uh, after this, yeah, I'm just getting on to this. Which page are we on here? 16. And yes, here we go. Oh, we got a tip from the trench. You want to reach out? I like that. this Look little guy in the trench. Yeah. This tip says, vulnerable PRC are treated as personnel for resolution purposes, and so are subject to PTC-like personnel. Uh, Contrary to what was said in the tips from the trenches on page 11 of Journal 5. Oh, sneaking a correction in there. Ah, okay. 
So what you could do is, if you've got Journal 5, go get that. Find the, t- the tip from the trenches on page 11 and just black it out. Or cut it out. No, or, you don't want to cut it out. Black it out. take that with you to tournaments, and when you want to cheat on it, use that as evidence. Yeah, a great idea. Yeah, really good idea. I like the way you think, Dave. Yeah. Underhanded, yeah, diabolical. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Makes me respect you even more. And then David Ollie, he's written a lot in these era of the journals five, yes. four, five, six. Persistence of firepower, a nearly exhaustive look at residual firepower and the fire lanes in ASL. Did you read this? Read through this? No. So our plan is that I'm going to, and I'll pull out some tips for people. Ah, good. Okay. Tack it in at the end of the Great. show. Great. And this then, my favorite thing of the journals is are the tips and these sort of uh, tactical and strategic. Strategies. Yeah, the articles about those. Get a lot of scenarios. The sooner the better. Your turn now. Portchai Bridgehead. Portchai, where's that? Portney's complaint. Russia, of course. Nineteen forty one. Yes. Oh yes, of course. Oh, it's Big in Russia, one. of course. Big one. I must have played it. Did you play through all those? Oh yeah. Kempf at Melikovo. Don't have memory of that. Typical German responses on the PBR board. The Paps Blue Ribbon? (laughs) No, it's the Pegasus Bridge. Ah, Pegasus Bridge. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. That makes more sense than Paps Blue Ribbon. Right, right. Because, yeah, it's the British Germans. It's, no, Primusol. I'm wrong. Primusol Bridge. It's the one I played all those with uh, Rick Hollander. I remember them. And um, I th- is this the magazine that came with the Primusol Bridge map? Or did they add these later? Yeah, this one came with the map. And a nice morning for a ride. There's the three. There's a, a bridge, and I know there's like a vast, um, it was either a olive. Trees or one of those kind of unique terrains to the arid areas. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like olive trees. Yeah, so this must have been the one that came with the map. Then the Lend-Lease Attack, on to Florence, don't remember that. For a few rounds more, that's a very famous one. J100. Uh-huh. And the Coconut Plantation, I remember that because it was a plantation. Sometimes like when they're special kind of things like that you know it's just uh, palm tree groves but yeah you know, i mean that this rules were in a historical setting yeah bougainville 1945 and then from the editors would you share that with us for that article page what? 33 yes because it <clears throat> picks up again with the fire lanes and the resid resid this issue oh should I do it like that? This issue now. Yeah, or well, something. This issue of the ASL journal. Now, it's it's annoying no matter what I do. Is jam-packed with goodies despite having a short table of contents. And then in parentheses, I'm doing air parentheses. Good things it's good thing it's short. We needed room for the debriefing. Leading the list, although not on the table of contents, is the Primusol Bridge Mini Historical ASL, complete with historical map, uh-huh. three full-fledged campaign games, and three cool scenarios. Our thanks to Randy Yates, Yates that is, uh, for all the hard work he and his crew put into this project. We think it really shows and hope you like it as much as we do. Next issue, we have a few more scenarios for the PBR map. An excellent little linked scenario set a la Mishkan's Market Garden, which appeared in the 91 annual from our friends in France and Steve Swan's Croatian Paratrooper versus Partisan Scenarios. Aha, uh-huh. yes, so I thought that had the uh, mini, I forgot there was a mini historical ASL uh, yeah, game for Primusol Bridge. I think I just played the three scenarios. So there's some good examples then, page 34, 35 of the residual firepower oh yes oh it's going on oh yeah wow which again we'll hope to visit at the end if i get it on or not 
And then the last article, as I said, it's kind of a short article list, but they're thorough and long articles. Yeah, Tommy Atkins, A War Revisited. Tommy Atkins, At War Revisited, A Deeper Look at the British in ASL by Charles Marcus. And this is, yeah, this comprises the last, uh, does it go 20 pages or so? Looks like. It's pretty long again, and I didn't reread it to bring the listeners any highlights, but it's covering the weaponry, the... You know, OBA, how the style of the British fighting. Yep, and that takes it all the way through to the end of the magazine, page 47, back inside cover. Wow. And that's Journal 6. Some people might think it was a little lightweight, but still, plenty of stuff in there. Yeah. So if you can get your hands on Journal 6, grab it. Why not? Grab it. And that'll be it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you'll remember to shop Bounding Fire Productions products and shop at RitterCreek.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Dave, mm-hmm. for being here. Yep. And thank you. Thank uh, you, Jeff, for just existing. <laughs> and uh, we hope you'll be with us again next time for another exciting episode of the Two Half Squads. But in the meantime, we will hope you will roll low and rally well, but, but not, not when, when you're, you're playing, playing us. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. It's from Anna. Oh, Adam, it says at the bottom. Okay. That's why I got confused. Why don't you take Ken Cannot? The other one.